Yo, hope you're having a dope day and thank you for tuning in. This is the Sneaker People Pod. And yes, this is a the Sneaker Podcast presentation. My name is Chris Chu and he is Sean Collard. Hey now. And today we have a special episode with a very special guest. Welcome back to the pod, Jimmy, General Manager of StockX here in Canada. Hello, everyone. Glad to be back. Happy to hear that you were able to have uh, take a little time to chat with us. Uh, let's start the podcast like we always do with what we wore on feet today. So, uh, Jimmy, just so you know how it goes, Sean, why don't you start us off with what we wore on feet today? Sure, sure. And I, I, I before we get started, I let me I'll let you guys know I, I believe in authenticity, and we are <laughs> we are creating recording at eleven o'clock in the morning. I have not left my house this morning yet. And I just got back from Calgary last night from my brother-in-law's wedding. My my, my wife's uh, brother got married last a uh, uh, couple days ago, so uh, I have not left my house this morning. But uh, I will tell you what I wore on my trip home from Calgary uh, last night, uh, and that is my uh, my. I, I, people are gonna get. I'm a broken record at this point. People are gonna think that I'm I'm wearing this sneaker exclusively all summer. <laughs> but uh, it is my this sneaker of the summer. I think it's the Nike Air Hirachi in the bright mango colorway. Oh I'm, man. In love with this sneaker. I'm absolutely That's in love with it. That's interesting. I had a mango this morning. No relation. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's already working. This is my first time meeting you, Jimmy, sort of via Zoom, and uh, it's, um, it's, we're already know, working I out. Know. I love You're it. like best friends at this yeah. point. <laughs> exactly. But Sean, did you wear something special during the wedding? I did. Yeah. I ah. did. For, so I, I obviously wore a suit for the wedding, but I, I broke out for the first time my uh, Air Jordan 11 Jubilees for the wedding. I wore those Beautiful. to the uh, wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They went nicely with my uh, charcoal gray suit. Nah, they call those the black concords, right? So, something something like, that. like that. I don't know. Who, who knows? Who knows? There's all so many nicknames. So many There's nicknames. So, so little time. Yeah. Jimmy, what did you wear on feet today? Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, it is 11 o'clock. Uh, first thing in the morning, what I normally do is uh, take the little guy out for a walk. And, um, you know, a lot of the times my go-to shoe, believe it or not, this is Travis Scott one highs, mostly partly due to the fact that they're sitting by the door and it's mm. the first thing that I see, but there's normally like three to five shoes that I pick. Those are kind of the first one because I've worn them so many times. They're just comfy and worn in at this point. So those I typically gravitate towards. But recently I've been wearing uh, the Jordan ones, Lowe's and the Wolf Graves. Those just came out about a week ago. Didn't wear those because uh, I got dog poop on them yesterday. So I had to, had to switch it back. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Man. I should have been looking down. Oh boy. Yeah. Aren't always you always look looking down. down at your shoes? You should I, I should, yeah, I should not. be, yeah. And then there's just <laughs> the child component that I also got to be looking oh, at. Oh, yes, you should. Right. You should look yeah. after the kids, too. Slight yes. distraction. Right. <laughs> good, wa- uh, good wears. Appreciate yeah, it. I Solid appreciate wears. Those. I appreciate those a lot. Yeah. Last time we recorded together, it was, a, I think, back in November of 2020. I figured wow. lots changed since then, right? Yeah, that's quite a while. It's been that long. I, I've been wanting to ask. Uh, because I since it's been uh, several months, you know how how is the Canadian sneaker market been treating you guys since you've had uh, operations? Oh, uh, you know what I mean. I think you know it's been resonating really well with the community. Um, you know it, we've been incredibly successful so far. You know we've launched end of October. I want to say specifically October 26, and uh, we've just been growing tremendously. You know our really our core focus is just unlocking a whole bunch of different product features benefits. And really trying to, you know, localize ourselves as much as possible and just really providing the best experience um, to Canadian users, whether you're a buyer or seller. But things have been pretty good. Um, I can't complain, John. 
Nice, nice. And have there been any significant like achievements, milestones you guys have had uh, since? I mean, it's only it's only been a few yeah. months, but I'm sure you know you guys are doing great. I mean, so. just just a ton in general. I mean, just the overall business uh, itself is just uh, expanded uh, exponentially globally, and you know, Canada is um, kind of a, an additional element to that. I mean, I would say within the first you know start of the year up to now, we probably welcomed you know 30 million average monthly users which is just phenomenal oh, wow. to see. Um, we've surpassed six and a half million lifetime buyers, uh, which is just a staggering number. And right now we currently got about, I want to say roughly a million lifetime sellers. And, and you know, some to, wow. just some additional contextual content or, or context to that as well. I would say the majority of our growth has been fueled by, believe it or not, non-US buyers. So when you look at the Canadian market, that number is probably up in triple digits. And if anyone's really been following what we've been doing, dude, it's, uh, you know, we've been looking at other emerging categories mm-hmm. you know, for our business model. Obviously, sneakers are bread and butter. Streetwear kind of go hand in hand, you know, when you're figuring out, you know, what, what your outfit and your, your attire should look like. But some of these emerging markets, I mean, everything from electronics, collectibles, trading cards, things that you're seeing that are almost resurging back from our childhood days in the early 80s and 90s are kind of being brought in the forefront. You're seeing pent up demand and kind of just this new general market and interest being peaked by, you know, Gen Z millennials. So all that stuff is kind of fueling the rest of the business. Um, And I think thirdly too, and you guys have been in the game for a long time, Sean, I know you're an OG, but you know, over the last few years, we've just seen an uptick in just female sellers. So that is probably up, you know, two X times. Like you would think, Hey, you know what? a lot of the you know nike sbs and the different colorways that are coming out as well as just the release of the mids people are starting to buy them more and a lot of them are typically within that female demo um, but we're actually starting to see a higher uptake of female sellers which is just great to see on our platform that's amazing and you know what the thing is that i because we're so you know obsessed with sneakers we all often think of StockX as just a sneaker platform yeah. but you guys there's so much on the platform that it's 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 crazy that you won't even think about like the, you've got clothing and you know apparel and watches and all you know all of the above so uh very cool but i know for me personally as a canadian um, having a base of operations of stock for stocks StockX in canada has been huge because i uh, to be honest with you i would never have not never have dealt with StockX prior if we didn't have a base of operations in Canada but it was just more challenging because as a I'm sure anybody listening from Canada will know mm-hmm. uh, yep. being a Canadian consumer and buying stuff from outside Canada can often bring a lot of like crazy fees and mm-hmm. stuff like that but what's happened for, with you guys uh, having a base of operations in Canada is that you've incorporated the fees and stuff like that into uh, the, the, the price. So you're paying everything upfront and they're very, very reasonable fees. And so we're not, there's no surprises after the fact. So for me as a personally, as a consumer, it's been very important to have, um, you know, a base of operations in Canada, uh, because that's actually led to me being a StockX consumer and customer. Hey, well, thank you for your uh, business. But, uh, sort of my, my, my pleasure. <laughs> I know you guys were waiting for me to jump oh, on yeah. board, so I'm, I'm happy to do it for you guys. <laughs> we got him. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They, they got me. Uh, but for, on yeah. the business side though, how has it been having, how is it important has it been to have uh, a base of operations and warehouses? Yeah, in man, I, I think that's a phenomenal question. And, and I think right off the bat, you know, I, I think some of the pressing points or pain points, um, initially when we're looking at, you know, stock eggs kind of penetrating new markets is doing our due diligence and looking at some of our quantifiable data and hands down, when you look at the Canadian audience, it's exactly what you just mentioned. I want more transparency on the pricing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play these duties and fees and I'm just getting mm-hmm. killed. Like if I just want a basic, you know, Jordan one high for 250 retail, 
I don't want a surprise checkout at $400 and then getting a notice exactly. from a courier saying I owe these additional incremental amounts on fees. It's just a horrible user experience, purchasing experience. And why would any Canadian uh, want to deal with that? Which we do, by the way, with a number of U.S. retailers. So we knew that was something that we had to adjust and having a forefront localized facility within Toronto was kind of the first step. Um, one, it reduced the amount of shipping time. So typically we have like a 48 hour window, but you can incentivize these sellers to say, hey man, um, you know, if you can actually sell this and ship it out to the buyer within 48 hours, they get an incentive. But at the same time as a buyer, you're getting the item a lot quicker and you're not gonna have to pay those heavy duties and fees that, you know, maybe some other retailers slash sneaker sites would have. And I think thirdly is just providing consumers more transparency, something we really wanted to do. So I'm glad that you mentioned that because the all-in pricing, that, that's exactly what it intended to do. And I think the other component is when you have all-in pricing, what it does promote is actually to increase localized supply. So a lot of folks don't really look at it from an economics units of, of, of scale perspective. So when you can actually get higher inventory from localized folks, typically what you tend to happen, what, what tends to happen is it lowers the actual pricing of those items for folks within Canada. So it promotes what I'll call inter-country trade. If I can just add on, I'm I'm the type of guy that loves to track his packages. <laughs> You're one of those. <laughs> I'm one of those. Oh, I yes. have more than I need in terms of tracking apps. Oh, God. And mm -hmm. I'll check both knowing that it's the same item just to see where it's been, yeah. where it's going. <laughs> and I love the fact that the warehouse is here in Canada. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. It's so good. It really is because I, I mean, uh, every Canadian, like I said before, every Canadian listening, uh, I'm sure has a horror show, a horror, horrible experience <laughs> with other, you know, with these horror, these fees that come in and sometimes you get s smashed with like, like Jimmy said, like a $400, all of a mm -hmm. sudden you're, you're, you know, the shoe itself was $400. Now all of a sudden you're paying a hundred, two hundred, $300, you know, in, in, in import right. fees from some uh, shipping company. And it's, so to ha like I said before, just to have that upfront, you know exactly what you're paying. It's been uh, I, I wish every platform would do that, but I'm glad StockX is uh, pioneering that too. But so, so for you, like, uh, could you give us sort of like a brief sort of um, kind of roadmap as to like how, what what happens when a sneaker arrives in Canada for for StockX? Like, how what does that look like um, in terms of I guess authenticating and stuff? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, great question. I think you know depending on the item that you purchase or the level of uh, scarcity. A lot of times you will be getting the items connected from a Canadian sellers, but sometimes, you know, depending on what that particular item is, it could be coming internationally. So every product traded on our platform passes through what I'll call, you know, 11 authentication centers that we have specifically positioned around the globe and also nice. in, in North America. Right. Wow. And then to not, to not get into too much detail to provide you guys kind of the butter secrets of, you know, the ins and outs, but obviously you look at our platform, everything that we, uh, verify are all DS, so dead stock for the most part, and it's sneakers, collectibles, handbags, apparel, um, and yeah, they got to be new and unworn to, to meet uh, our authentication standards. And, you know, for the most part, I know you guys do a lot of your own personal authentication, and you know it's not a one thing that you look at to kind of say, okay, well, you know, these are not legit or something seems a bit off. So there's definitely a multi-step verification process here. And I want to say, you know, within our playbook, our handbook, there's you know, without getting to specific numbers, there's probably different uh, 50 different checkpoints that we look at to determine, you know, authenticity, verifying the sneaker, everything from the tag to the box, to the smell, text size, 
sizing matching up like you got to make sure you're not providing customers you know an 11 and 12 like that would just be redonkulous but you know there's a ton of different um elements that you would look into you know everything from the stitching to the logo to the serial code um you know there's just a whole bunch of different things um and i think for us it's a, a three-pronged approach i mean we approach it combining expert knowledge you got high touch human identification and then there's other cutting edge technology, which I won't get into specificity, um, but we try to leverage that as much as possible. And I'm proud to say, you know, not just within our Canadian AC authentication center, mm -hmm. um, we got a 99.95% accuracy rate, um, mm -hmm. which is something that mm -hmm. we're deeply proud of. And we send out surveys, feedbacks to consumers all the time, just to get their general feedback on, you know, the authentication process, their experience. So uh, that's something that's very deeply rooted with us. I mean, you mentioned. Sorry, I, I, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. You mentioned sorry, go ahead. how, like, we maybe do our authentication ourselves, like, because we've, we're apparently we're old, we're OGs. But uh, <laughs> even when that happens, I tend to message a friend just to get like another mm -hmm. opinion because I I'm not an expert, right? I didn't get any like training. I didn't get any uh, like playbook for this. Mm -hmm. So it's great that you have people like fifty points of checking that's crazy that's crazy yeah, yeah. i think the mo obviously the most important one is the sniff test though oh like, yeah that's the yeah we would say that jimmy 100 <laughs> yeah. if it's got to smell it has to smell legit yeah. for sure um but just a curious curious to know like about the like how deep your data goes like do, can you tell us like what sneaker drops are most um and, and people like canadians are most interested in or like how do you i'm sure you've got all oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> 50 points of verification i'm sure you've got some data on what canadian sneakerheads are most interested yeah, yeah absolutely in terms of sneaker i mean drops. not to throw back to uh, uh, you guys but i mean if, if you were to look at maybe some of the the regular gs releases that came out in the months of july just take a wild guess sean chris what do you think maybe top five that you can possibly think of that would typically do well within canada and then I'll let you know if you're hot or not. And then I'll, I'll go through the top. Oh, I like this. I like this. Oh, Throwing it Jimmy's back to giving us, us a yeah, game. What, what, he's, he's, he's flipped the table on us here. Uh, yeah, I'd say this is a good question. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking July. I'm yeah. think factoring uh, seasons, weather. Yeah, right? yeah. Weather is very important. I'm still going to go Jordan 1 mid. Okay, yeah, mid. What, what launched? I'm, I, I mean, I maybe not racer blue threes but because those were i don't know if they sold well or not they seem to sell well but i i figure like the, the average sneakerhead is not going after like the high like the high-end stuff at this point uh i'm gonna say racer blue threes what the hell there you go that's, that's, i'm giving you one i'm like i, I got right, no, cool. i couldn't give you five jimmy i was told there would be no math involved in this interview <laughs> no worries no worries <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, if you look at some of the top traded sneakers um, for Canada, specifically in the month of July, I'll give you kind of the, the top five skew rundown. So number one, this should be no surprise to you guys. This silhouette typically does well when there's, you know, retro colorway releases um, or even re-releases. So first one, Air Jordan 4 retro white in the Oreos. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Perfect summer show, too. Mm -hmm. I was going to say very yeah. neutral, monochromatic look goes good with yeah. light rigged jeans, dark jeans, black jeans, sweatpants. Um, no surprise there. True. Uh, the second one, Jordan 1. Um, you know, the list wouldn't be complete without a Jordan 1, let's be honest. And these are the retro highs in the uh, white university blues. So the right. UNC. Yeah. Uh -huh. Nice. Uh, number three. Um, I wouldn't say this is like a resurgence, but definitely on the list uh, deliberately. Nike Dunk Low Retro, white and black, or, you know, the Panda colorway. 
the dunks, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I got those. I got a pair of those for my 16 month old as well as my wife. So I'm a huge <laughs> nice. fan of them. I think they look great. I didn't get myself a pair because you know they they ran a bit small. Um, the next on the list, um, the LeBron 18 lows in the Roadrunner. So this is the recent Space Jam movie right. release uh-huh. collaboration that just oh, came wow. out a few weeks ago. So I don't know if that has to do with, you know, culture, Michael Jordan back then doing Space Jam. Yeah. yeah. And just the fact that they added a whole ton of uh, different apparel streetwear with the release of, you know, Space Jam again and leveraging LeBron James. But we definitely saw a spike when that um, released a few weeks ago, if not a month ago. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. And then last, it's cool to see. Go ahead, that, go ahead. Um, I, I like you know Space Jam was more like, uh, like it meant a lot to me. I think it meant a lot to Sean. I guess mm-hmm. it does mean a lot to the new sneakerheads as well. Yeah. I mean, it it, it seems so. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I think the last one on the list, um, and these have been out for 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 a while now. Uh, the Jordan One Retros Highs. Uh, black, white, or we'll call them the light smoke grays. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think when you look at some of the tr- top traded sneakers for the duration of the year, I think that's where you guys were kind of leaning towards, yeah. Sean, and, Sean and Chris. I mean, uh, the first one, I don't I don't think that, that change on the list. Uh, it's still um, the retro highs and the white and blue. Um, you're probably wondering where's easy on the list, right? <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of fell so on. I was um, no. <laughs> uh, the second on the list for the uh, top traded sneaker uh, of the year on our platform are the Yeezy Boost 350 V2s and the Four Black. So okay, um, that shouldn't be a surprise. The Dark Mochas still made the list. Wow, right? that release kind of came out in 2020. Yeah. People are still buying them up. I mean, uh, Very definitely hot a lot more affordable. Hot shoe, earth color tones goes really well with everything. Um, wait till fall and i think you know, that one's gonna go way up oh yeah oh I yeah th- people are I probably think, holding off yeah for sure and i think the, the takeaway from this is that uh canada has spoken and easy is number two <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey hey that's not a self-promotion for the don on this friday yeah yeah and then you'll start to see easy sales kind exactly. of skyrocket yeah, sure, sure. and uh, that whole movement uh, right kind of happen um, the other one that that's kind of no surprise that has a, a really great meaning behind it, Chris, I've seen a, a ton of your buddies there, you know, Maya um, uh, and a few other folks kind of repping right. the Jordan three retros in the Amamani. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Right. Like who could forget that um, colorway, the release, oh. um, kind of the story and messaging behind that. But Incredible. Uh, quality uh, on that uh, tension to detail is just absolutely insane so no surprise that kind of made the top mm-hmm. five list there At, absolutely just as you mentioned the releases. importance of women in the sneaker community exactly, yeah, my exactly. Three comes in very strong yeah yeah sure. i couldn't say it in that same french tongue you had but yeah you guys get what i'm saying jordan three <laughs> jordan trois <laughs> i can't say it either and i'm from montreal yeah. so I, that's a that's oh, bad wow. on me for those who don't know, Jimmy and I chat every now and then on Instagram. And uh, I do follow your feed, Jimmy. So I do know that you like fashion, right? Um, I do. Are you noticing any interesting trends? Aside from like just what you're feeling off the data, any interesting trends in terms of sneakers or fashion? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of this is really predicated around how people kind of reacted to the pandemic, mm. you know, from, from working from home, from being in isolation on, uh, and then also trying to figure out ways of expressing yourself. So 
this list is a little bit different than I would say typically that you would see from year to year. Um, so I'll definitely share some of the stuff with you. So, I mean, I think some of the, the fastest growing brands um, on our platform, you know, I'll kind of highlight maybe two, three or, or four, but believe it or not, one of the ones that are growing, you know, 400% plus are, ready, drum roll, Crocs. Crocs. Oh, no. Right? I know. Sean's like, wait, wait. He, Sean's Jeez. about to retire from the sneaker. No, I, yeah, I, 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 I have to know. I, I have to go, it. guys. Nice seeing you. <laughs> Jimmy, nice meeting you. <laughs> but I mean, you're, you're looking at, um, you know, some of the collaboration with artists like Justin Bieber, mm -hmm. Bad Bunny. I mean, really, uh, I think they're kind of influencing pop culture and really driving the trend there. But also you think about the comfort level, right? People yeah. are just at home. They're doing the laundry, throwing out the trash, taking care of the kids, working remotely. You just want to be comfy and be able to kind of just be in your own zone. So obviously you can't be wearing sneakers and socks all day in the house. So no surprise, but also interestingly enough to kind of see that trend skyrocket. So, so should I get into Crocs, Jimmy? Yeah, oh, you shit. like your Chris, whole display in the back man. should just be different Croc <laughs> colorways. Been waiting for like this, get rid uh... of the Reeboks and Adidas you have in the background. Oh yeah, I uh, I even like the Selehe uh, collaboration, Selehe Bember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crocs. Chris is very Wait easily influenceable. So oh, I know. We can. I'm gonna. See, we're gonna see some shots on Chris's feed of, of him and Crocs any day now. I guarantee yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as you have good looking toes, though, Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no Crocs for Chris. What yeah. else is on the list? Continue, I need to know. To continue on that, yes, to continue on that trend, uh, and this this is actually a category or a particular brand that's up six hundred percent, and I'm following the trend with Crocs. These are Birkenstock. Wow. Sandals, right? Recyclable materials, durable. Yeah. You know, a, a typical brand, but those have been uh, growing uh, immensely just this past year. Wow. And then the other two and the other three and number four are more so we'll call them high fashion. Yeah. So Louis Vuitton and then any type of collaboration with Alexander McQueen oh, are up okay. three to four hundred percent. I mean, you look at the off-white collab with the Louis Vuitton, right, Virgil? I mean, that's set to come out this year and there's been some sneak peeks in the market. So I only expect those to, to do incredibly well when they release. I'm surprised Sean doesn't already have that stuff. He's he's very yeah. he's a good good friend I mean, of Virgil. Virgil. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? Oh wow. He did, he dams me once in a while, so no big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. What's up, man? How's it going? Yeah. 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 Um, and and then and then to kind of pivot from from that side, like uh, the apparel and accessory side, yes. um, we're starting to see a ton of influence from celebrities. So brands that you probably would have ne never thought that would be on our platform just you know 12 months ago are just really thriving. Um, so if you look at some of the West Coast influence, a brand called Chrome Hearts yes. is on the rise. And any type of collaboration affiliation that Drake does in Canada typically does well. So you look at everything that he's done from his lover boy, his album is, you know, yep. completed. Hopefully that comes out soon. Shout out Drake. Um, and then the other piece with his collaboration of Nike. So you look at the Nocta collection mm -hmm. from, you know, the, the dry fit fleeces to the, you know, gloves to the sneakers to the shoe like everything that he's doing uh just seems to be hotcakes yeah gold touch golden touch uh so for you what have you been buying the last few few months what have you been hunting what's what what do you think is a cool drop uh cool drop maybe in the last few months i think the one that's going to come out tomorrow i'm i'm in a whole bunch of raffles for the, the joining one low <laughs> travis scott fragments you know, whether I get them or not, that, that that is seen to be said. But I mean, 
when, when you add uh, a Travis Scott and a, a Hiroshi Fujiwara yeah. fragment design, I think what comes out of it is this masterpiece of art culminating and harmonizing on your feet, right? I love a whole age midsole. Some people don't prefer it. They think it's a, it's a little bit lame, but, you know, uh, subtle details from, you know, the, the reverse uh, swoosh uh, made popular by Travis Scott, uh, you know, think of it as this, like I look at it as if I had to kind of refer it back to an example here, and I'm kind of throwing it back to the whole Japan phase where it kind of relates to Hiroshi. Think of it as like the best Wagyu in Kyoto mixed with the best Swagyu. <laughs> of hip hop and what you get is another iconic release with high demand. I love the lows. Uh, I can't wait to see if I can get them tomorrow, but I think that's one notable call out yep. that's going to be coming out tomorrow. I've already mentioned that the Jordan three Amamanyes, um, premium, high quality, elegant, subtle shoes. I, I just love a, a neutral look, right? Like the shades mm. of gray, the amethyst inspired mauve and cream. These colors are, are kind of what I typically roll with. I mean, I mean, it just sounds nice rolling off the tongue. Almost makes you want to get a gelato. You know what I mean? <laughs> the other one that, that came out um, that I recently picked up a few months ago, uh, Nike SB Dunk, What the Pauls. Um, oh. So, I mean, the main reason for that inspiration is just all over the place. You know, I, I think some of it stemmed from elements of tattoo parlors to kids' playgrounds to UFO sightings. Like, I don't know what's included with that, but it it's just different mm -hmm. like even your left versus your right foot it, it, it's totally different look and feels and you know i think for me the homage is just it's an amalgamation of history between the relationship with nike and paul rodriguez and you know what's been ongoing for the last you know 20 plus years so that's kind of the main reason why, why i got those and then to kind of top it off uh, the jordan one retros uh, the high 95s in the neutral gray simple classic 85 colorway, can't go wrong. Had to pick those up. Picked up two in case one got dirty, of course. Um, <laughs> nice. So that's one. And then this one, you know, I, I think the general public might call this a dad shoe. The sneaker community might call it a fire shoe. The Amlion Doors um, collaboration New Balance 550s. Specifically, the racing green colorway yes. with the age midsole, cracked leather uh, with the N logo there. It definitely gives it a, a vintage vibe. I think that that shoe is just absolutely durable, stylish, um, silhouette of time. So I think those are the most recent pickups that I've uh, picked up nice. to say in the last few months. Nice. Uh, well, look at that. Jimmy went into our new shoe segment without even knowing it. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. Just for those who are uninitiated, the new shoes is that's how we do it. All right. We don't we call it pickups. We call it new shoes and then we get into it. Yeah. Uh, so you've already done sneakers. Do you want to mention a few pieces of apparel that you might have picked up or you want to just show us on your feed later or? Yeah, I'll show on the feed okay, later. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Uh, how about we play a little game? We play a little game just to close this uh, little podcast off. Uh, we're going to call this uh, the TSP StockX game, right? Um, what we're going to have is Sean going up against Jimmy and it's going to be three rounds of play, uh, basically three tiers of pricing of budget. I will give you each a budget to purchase a sneaker off, of course, StockX. And, yes. uh, once you know about the budget, you then think about it a bit and pick your shoe and I will check right away. I will check on StockX app to see 
with the all-in pricing if you've gone over your budget or whether you've stayed within your limit. And then oh, we'll throw it to the here. audience. Yeah, really. <laughs> to figure out who yeah. got the best picks. All right. Okay. Everyone understand the rules. If you don't, too bad. Let's go. <laughs> uh, the first tier of pricing, we're going to go with $500. Nice round number. Okay. How about that? Okay. If you have your pick, right. just let me know and we'll go for it right away. Um, we're trying to maximize here, you know. All right, I think I got go one for Jimmy. Go for it. Go for it. Um, let's go with the uh, the Jordan One Retro High Hyper Royal Smoke Grays. I know that's very specific. Uh, Hyper very good, Royal good, Smoke Gray. Uh, okay. Of course, it's dependent on sizing. We'll choose my sizing because I'm important. <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, you know that's going to skew some of the numbers. All right, okay. Skew it, man. What's your sizing? You want to go with your size? Eleven and a half, but that'll probably skew it even more. Okay. I'm I'm also eleven and a half, so we'll, oh, you nice. can stick with that if you want. Eleven that, that and a half. Okay, okay, yeah, let's go with that. That's yeah. totally fair. So we're taking the uh, buy now price. Is that what we're doing? Yep. Jimmy, I'm just afraid... be careful not to buy something. Yeah, right, Chris? it's. I'm afraid <laughs> to say it's with the all in no, pricing. No, just buy, Chris. You're <laughs> over budget. Oh, and how many dollars? Buy like a hundred and sixty. <laughs> Oh geez! <laughs> oh gosh, Sean, you're up. Okay, uh, man. Okay, I'm gonna go. If five hundred was it? Yeah, five hundred. Uh, I'll go. I'm gonna go Jordan Four, Black Cement or Bread, as some people call them. <laughs> right. Wow, your voice just got like super deep. Yeah, it's, it's hard for me to say that word, so I. Get it. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the term bread. <laughs> I know. Okay. In an 11, and you are way over budget. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, way over. Since you're both way over budget, we'll allow it. It's a wash. Right? We'll give you a margin of error of $200. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah. Nice. But audience members, please remember uh, the two picks, the Jordan 4 Bread for Sean and the Jordan yeah. 1 University Blue Smoke Gray for Jimmy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would love to know what the audience picked as well. Yeah. We'll find out. Oh, we'll see what the they, one for they sure. think is the better pick or the better value. Uh, mm. Now, your next tier, guys, please try to stay within budget this time, okay? Uh, let's go with $1,000. Oh. Okay. okay. Uh, Are we keeping to the same size? Yes, let's keep yeah. to the same size. You you know what? Um, you guys can go on your app if you want. I was. I was cheating a little You're bit. You're cheating. I know. I know. It, I it didn't help me because I'm not fast looking enough. down. That's fine. I was looking down. Yeah. Listen, man, I got to. Jimmy's the Mr. StockX here. I got to have some sort of. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Yeah. If anyone has a pick, you can go right ahead. Uh, Audience members, uh, you can I'll... play along. And if you want to send us a DM with your picks, that would be great too. We'll have a little fun with yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be totally yeah. cool. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, this one's not too, too popular. I'm going to go with the Jordan 1 Retro Highs, um, the Spider Man Original Story 2019. Oh. Those are I, I like those. Okay, all in pricing, review purchase. You you're a bit over budget, Jimmy. What's the what's the number? It's a thousand three hundred in your size. Wow. Gosh. We'll, uh, in my size. we'll allow it. <laughs> okay. Fair. Well, Sean, we're, we're talking price ranges, okay? It doesn't have to hit a thousand <laughs> right on the net. Okay. Sean. Oh now it doesn't. <laughs> 
I'm gonna go with uh, Nike Airship, uh, P the the bl- the band color with the black right, and red color. Nike colorway. Airship. Yeah. Ooh, way under budget. Way under way budget. Under budget in your what? size. You're in the 800 range. Well, it's a, it's that's because it's there. It's close. It's close. I see Sean <laughs> making a future purchase. Real soon. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it might, yeah. Okay, so audience That's members awesome. again, uh, we have the airship in the band colorway for Sean and the uh origin story Jordan one for Jimmy. Uh side note, my brother got engaged wearing uh he proposed to his fiance wearing that shoe, the, the Jordan one Spider Man. Uh, yes. Oh I had no idea. That's yeah, pretty yeah. good. Dope, dope. Yeah. Okay, last uh last tier of pricing, last mm. budget that we're gonna offer you guys All is right. uh Two thousand dollars. No, you my cannot God. Okay. say two pairs of airship. You can't do that. Okay, one. <laughs> okay, got it. It's got to be uh, one. One sneaker. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right, top of mind because I've been kind of monitoring this pretty yes. closely, not to make it a little unfair. These drop tomorrow. Mention this, <laughs> but there's already some pre-releases that are out in market. Jordan One Low, Fragment Design, Travis Scotts. This this oh. seems like a winner winner. This is yeah, like this one. yeah. I, all in my mind never goes to search. I don't go searching for these <laughs> those types of prices. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good pick. I'll give. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it. All right. If Sean doesn't say something soon, I'm gonna give it to. Jimmy. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Jordan One. What the hell? Jordan One Chicago. I'm going old school. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're up there. This is like a battle of uh, classics versus new school. Yeah. I like it. It's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Probably way under. I'm just looking for 2000. Oh, yeah. No, you're way over budget. I'm over? You're way over. In your sizing, you're at the. Yeah, 3,200. Stop range. it. Wow. I will not stop the Jordan it. One, a Chicago one is a, a three almost $3,000? Yes, sir. You should oh. be happy. You probably got a few pairs, Sean. Yeah. There you <laughs> I go. don't. I don't. I have the 95 <laughs> retro, but I don't have the. Is that 2015 you were looking at? Yes, yes, yes. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, again, uh, the last two picks for the uh, players was the Jordan 1 Chicago uh, and the uh, Jordan 1 Low Fragment fragment Travis Scott collab. Yes. Very nice picks. That's a tough pick, man. If I had to choose right now on the spot. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have to. Because the price really fluctuates quite yeah. often based off the demand, right? I mean, depending on how the shoe ages year over year, um, celebrity status of people rocking the shoes, it. the yeah. influence of seeing it on social media, like the price could sway anywhere from a hundred to even a thousand dollars, depending on the even month, day, year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know the last dance had a huge effect on Jordan retros that I'm sure that had played a huge hundred percent and, and and we saw that incremental lift uh, as well like site right. traffic engagement mm-hmm. purchases um yeah so that's what i mentioned about that whole you know donda coming out potentially this friday like you'll probably right. see another huge surge in yeezy sales uh, number one calling i'm calling that now yeah we'll that's see not, that's not getting crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah let's not get ahead of ourselves here well it was great that we had the chance to uh touch base jimmy i'm sure we'll have another opportunity uh to chop it up Jimmy, thank you for joining us and taking the time. Please tell the people where to find you on the socials. Yeah, you can hit me up on IG. Uh, handle is Jimmy Offshore. Um, otherwise, yeah, that's primarily where I'm at. 
and you can download and listen to the Sneaker People Pod on the Sneaker Podcast channel anywhere podcasts are broadcast. Sean Collard, where can people find you? At scollard23 and at OG Support Group. And you can find myself at Christopher.chu. Be sure to follow us at the Sneaker Podcast on Instagram. Big thanks again to Jimmy from StockX. Uh, big things, brother. One love, all the sneakers. Peace. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs>